cliffcentral.com. If ever there was a make me feel happy song, that would be it. Megan Trainer, me too. In case you just woke up from life and you finally sober for the first time in the last four days from having an absolutely massive Christmas party, you're listening to cliffcentral.com and this is Lisa the Lesbian coming to you live. So you all have that one friend that always undersells a story. I have one friend specifically like that that um, – convinced me to go to a beginner's yoga class and promised me that this would be easy, even a baby can do it. So I stepped into studio with Mel, who's here with us today, and um, needless to say, after an hour, I couldn't walk for two weeks. (laughs) Welcome, Mel. Thank you. (laughs) So uh, Mel is a forest yoga instructor? Yes. Oh, that's your speciality, right? Yeah, that's what I prefer to teach. Okay, but you also do different kinds of yoga, and you're going to be telling us about that today, right? I will. (laughs) Awesome. And then also the love of my life is joining us today, Cassandra, Miss America herself. Welcome. What's up? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, that's your introduction. (laughs) Okay, so um, 2016 has been a bitch of a year, and I think pretty much every single person I've spoken to can agree to that. So we thought what we're going to do today is talk a little bit about how we can be happier and healthier for 2017. How can we get 2017 kicked off with just generally being happier and what can we do? And what is happier and healthier than yoga? Well, it is a really good way to start. (laughs) Um, It's, you know, for some it's about just toning or um, conditioning the body. For others, it can be way more than that. So it's really a good gateway into a healthier lifestyle. Okay, so tell me, you started yoga in 1999, right? Yes, yeah. And what made you decide to become a yoga instructor? Well, I kind of fell in love straight away. It was, I was 12. Um, so the kind of yoga I was doing was around a whole bunch of um, grannies and leotards. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> <Yay! hot. laughs> and also growing up in a really small town, it was quite unusual you know, for a 12-year-old to be wanting to go and you know, train and become a yoga teacher. Mm-hmm. But from the first class, it was something that I really wanted to do. Um, obviously, a little too young at 12. So my teacher said that she recommends I wait until I'm a little bit older. So mm-hmm. the first training started at 16. At 16. And you yeah. went overseas for this, right? Well, no, I did the first few um, teacher trainings in the country and mm-hmm. then um, got familiar with Anna Forrest, who is the creatrix of forest yoga. Mm-hmm. So in early 20s, after I'd done a few trainings, I went and studied with her. Okay, now what is forest yoga? Yoga you do in the forest? No, that's exactly what everyone asks. <laughs> we hug trees. You hug trees. It sounds like those happy, clappy people <laughs> sitting around naked in the forest, exactly. you know, meditating. So it's not that? No, I get asked that all the time. Oh, damn it, that's the reason I brought you on the show today. Oh, sorry. Fuck, now what are we going to talk about? <laughs> so I can tell you a little more about forest. It's uh, her name, Anna Forrest. Okay. And it's a style that she's put together with... Um, her experiences and her kind of, you know, lifestyle that she's changed and, and wanting to live. She mm-hmm. came from a really intense background of abuse and addiction and found yoga and kind of tweaked and tailored the sequencing and the postures to suit her. You know? okay. So it's not just the average um, system of, you know, 56 postures like Ashtanga or 26 that Bikram has. It's tailored sequencing for healing. 
and okay. creating a healthier lifestyle, a healthier body, also a healthier mind. Now, that's one thing people don't understand, that yoga is not just about stretching your body. I mean, yeah. I've done a couple of yoga classes given they might have been the wrong ones. Yeah. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> but uh, uh, um Every single time afterwards, though, my mind felt refreshed. I felt happier. I yes. had this like, it's like these endorphins going through my body that I just literally felt happier and healthier about life. Yeah, for sure. So that's what yoga does, right? For sure. Um, amongst a whole bunch of other things, it definitely forces you to be present, mm -hmm. which creates a lot of space in your mind, a lot of time for you to check in mm -hmm. with how you feel. So usually at the end of a class, Uh, we call it yoga stoned, where you feel a little zoned out and very in touch with senses and how you feel. You know, that how explains why Chloe's always got that stoned expression. <laughs> She does. <laughs> She does. So Chloe is the friend that actually recommended me to go to the beginners slash yes. extremely advanced class. Which it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> so, so how does one get in touch with yoga? How does one start doing yoga? Like, I mean, you know, obviously going to one bad yoga class could ruin it yeah, for, for sure. you. And I mean, I, I really would like to get in to it. So where do people actually start? So always a really good idea is to um, have one or two private classes. Okay. So you can ask really stupid questions. You know, you, you don't feel the pressure of having to perform mm -mm -mm. as what can happen in a, in a studio environment. Okay. So generally a few private sessions or even just signing up for a beginner series. There are okay. quite a few on offer at the moment. So you could join in and the teacher really dumbs down You know, what it, is. what it is and tells you step by step from the very beginning, you know, just from, you know, getting your feet to work and your hands to work. So okay. a beginner series is always the best way to start. Also, just to have a look at the schedule, um, because advanced classes will be leveled, like a level two or three class, you should avoid if you are a beginner. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you start at level zero. <laughs> level, no, yeah, negative zero. <laughs> so, so I'm going to be starting doing a negative, negative zero, zero. Okay. <laughs> and then we'll take it from there. So we were talking talking about forest yoga just now yeah. i know that in your bio you were talking about all kinds of different forms and shapes and that yes, so yeah. let's maybe start off by explaining the different kinds of yoga okay. and what what would one person decide what would help you decide on which kind of yoga it is that you should be doing for yourself yeah it's a good question so often um, you ask good questions man <laughs> <laughs> so often people and a lot of yogis have come from bikram Mm -hmm. Because of the heated room and, you know, people initially want to lose weight and they want to, okay. you know, see results immediately. So, so Bikram is the hot yoga. It's the hot yoga, yeah. I think I'm not too sure what temperature, but it's really hot. And okay. um, a lot of people that have now kind of veered away from Bikram are doing Vinyasa, which is kind of a really broad umbrella name for Hatha Yoga. Where does um, this language come from? First it's of all, Sanskrit. <laughs> <laughs> But I mean, it's it's also just it's yoga language. Okay. <laughs> so See, all these, these yogis, styles. I've met a few yogis, and they're all zoned out, and they all have their own language. Okay. <laughs> so we're going to need to study up on the yogi okay. language first. I'll okay. dumb it down. Sorry. So vinyasa is flow yoga. Mm -hmm. It's um, breath synchronized, is what vinyasa means. Okay. So in vinyasa yoga, it's not very static. We don't hold poses as long, and you'll kind of flow through a sequence that is almost like a never ending little string of beads you kind of mm -hmm. keep on moving through there's no stopping okay. until the end um, whereas something like Iyengar yoga is very static and you hold poses and there's not much fluidity between postures and what would be the difference between the two why would you choose one over the other Iyengar yoga is really good for um, beginners as well mm -hmm. it teaches a lot about alignment okay. and um, also it's been used before for you know um, body issues like scoliosis or mm -hmm. you know um, 
injuries, physical injuries. So it's a really good way to start. It is, they are really strict. So you'll go in and you'll get given like a chair, two blocks and a strap. Um, <laughs> these are your props that you use <laughs> amongst other things. Whereas Vinyasa, we, it seems to be a little more of a laid back culture and a different, different kind of mm-hmm. thought process behind it. So, um, it's what I enjoy. I enjoy being able to teach it as well because it allows a lot of creativity. You know, okay. I, I don't have to stick to a sequence or a dialogue or, you know, talking about 56 different, you know, alignment cues. It, it gives me lots of space to be creative. So there's 56 movements then? It, in certain styles. Like in Ashtanga, there would be 56 postures in the first series. Mm-hmm. And then there's like six series after that. Okay. Um, so, yeah, certain styles have particular poses that you have to stick to and a sequence that you have to follow. Okay. Oh. Why downward dog? I just, I, <laughs> I, that's probably the most random question. I've just always that's wondered. Pretty random. Why pretty downward random. dog? I mean, they have why, these wh- weird <laughs> names. I know it would be a translation from a Sanskrit name. Always. Okay. Um, I'm not too sure. Maybe it looks like a down dog. It, you know, up dog or also a dog looks stretching. like. Yeah, it's um, it's the westernized. Um, names are quite funny. There's, I mean, there's okay. poses called uh, windblown cypress, for instance. And like, oh my <laughs> So the yogis get really creative. But I mean, down dog is a direct translation from the Sanskrit name. Okay, so do we have like an upwards facing cat? No, you have an upwards facing dog. Damn it. See, <laughs> Cats, okay. yeah. Yeah, we don't. What cat positions are they? Um, they would be cat and cow. Cat and cow. Cat's a oh nice my God. Okay, explain what is cat and cow. So when you're on your hands and knees and you're kind of just arching your spine up and down. I'm sure you've done it before. I've done that. Yeah. Okay, so I'm catting and cowing. Yeah, so it would be a good beginner's <laughs> <laughs> a little sequence to start. <laughs> so where does yoga come from? Who, like, I mean, I've always kind of thought it had to do something of the Buddhist because they're always meditating and yeah. do these things have anything to do with each other is it do you know where it originated? it's not from um a buddhist lineage it's more eastern okay um and the big guruji he's called patanjali and he oh, yeah? is the guy that brought um these yoga teachings or the sutras to the west okay um initially the east but then he trained teachers that brought the the, the teachings to the west okay so potentially would be the main guy that we know of and it's all kind of you know no one really knows where it all came from Mm-mm. but he is when you learn yoga philosophy and history you'll read up a lot about potentially okay yeah so it's an eastern it's an eastern lifestyle or ritual okay or discipline so rather it's better forest so i know anna forest you said created the forest method is that just like a specific method and she's created her own style to it yeah so she's or- taken from the east or especially from Iyengar the very yeah. strict style that I was talking about and okay. she's changed the sequencing and created sequences that are not so um, not so um, eastern based because she doesn't mm-hmm. really come from that lineage of thought she's more um, shamanic so she's done mm-hmm. a lot of um, training with shamans in the states and um, a little more Native American Indian history um, okay. so she's changed up quite a bit and it's more about healing and it's not so based on eastern um, teachings, which mm-hmm. is my preference as well. It's 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 a little more um, accessible for the West. 
Okay. Now, naked yoga. Tell oh, me. <laughs> You're asking the wrong person. <laughs> so, I mean, you don't do naked yoga, but you don't need to do it to like kind of understand what, what is the purpose of naked yoga or where the hell did that come from? I that have no one, idea why one would want to do yoga naked. I know. Especially in a very public environment. That, that, would, that wouldn't be my, my first choice. And also being a teacher, I would hate to see that. <laughs> so, I mean, I, I'm like, a visual. Down dog naked. I'm a visual person. I'm imagining someone in front of me doing downward dog yeah. naked. Yeah, you don't know what's going to be hanging loose way. No, <laughs> so, I like to think of um, keeping everything wrapped up, and and that way, and that way it's a lot, it's it's way more comfortable for everyone. Okay, the yogi community is kind of a really big community, though. I've noticed yeah. that, and it um, has become way bigger. Mm-mm. Now, another thing I noticed: this could be a myth, or just could be Lisa's own opinion. But a lot of yogis seem to be vegan. Um, is that just kind of like a do the two go hand in hand, or is that just kind of like a yeah? You know, it's um, it's very much a jiva mukti, which is another style um, wow. way of thinking and living. Um, also, with with some of the teachings of yoga, um, they teach ahimsa, which means no non harm. Mm-hmm. So to not harm other beings or. Um, or, you know, creates hurt. So that is probably where it comes from. So everyone immediately thinks, okay, I'm not going to kill any more animals or I'm not going to, you know, kill any more insects. But non-harm also kind of moves in the way that if you're creating harm to your own body by Mm -hmm. not feeding it what it needs, you know, there's different ways of thinking about it. Okay. Yeah. Yogis yeah. are complicated. So complicated. <laughs> <laughs> we are the people that need yoga the most. <laughs> yes, I know. <laughs> so we were talking about it earlier a little bit on the, the spiritual side of it yes. or the mind side of it. What is it about yoga that makes a person get that stoned kind of, you know, a, a feeling? What do you think it is about the body? So, I mean, kind of physically I think, what happens. Yeah, physically what happens in the body to kind of cause that reaction. Um, I th- Like I said earlier, I think it's that you're forced to zone out of of your life outside Mm-mm. of that time or that practice. Um, so it brings you into being completely tuned in to your body and how it moves and how you can synchronize your breath to that as well, which I think is a, it's a meditation on its own. Mm-mm. So it does force you to slow down and to still your mind, which okay. I think is why we leave a little zoned out. Okay. So yeah. why don't we do a mini yoga workshop? <laughs> Now, <laughs> so 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 let's test you. I mean, uh, you, you like uh, let's take you to a different level. You do yoga. You've got a student in the class, and yeah. you you physically have to do it. So let's see if you can do it of your mind. So if if you had a new student, yes. um, how would you kind of talk them through doing some okay. basic poses? So let's say you're doing an online yoga, yoga course with no camera. All you have is your words. Yeah, how for sure. Would, so how would you tell our listeners to go into let's say basically three positions? How would you instruct them? Okay, everyone into down dog now. Okay, so, ex- <laughs> <laughs> so explain down dog. What is down okay, dog? So down dog, you would start off with your hands and knees Mm-mm. on the ground and then tuck your toes and extend the legs. So your buttocks is in the air and the only contact points are your hands and your feet. Okay. I've noticed, Jenny, this is how you guys start your classes. Down, no, usually we'd start off with a, a really easy seated pose Mm-mm-mm. and we'd talk a little bit about breath. So okay. we kind of try and get the students or students into this awareness of breath breath and how their breath sounds. Okay. And that way it starts the awareness of your body and from then it makes it easier for you to internalize and kind of focus mm-hmm. on how to move your body and also listen to the instruction at the same time. So I mean time. it's like a really, really mental thing though. For sure, yeah. It's okay. like you're exercising more than just your body here. Mm-hmm. It's it's 
it's a discipline. Okay, yeah. so now we're in downward dog, stretching our spine and yeah, our buttocks in the air. Breathing, <laughs> um, hopefully clothed. And, <laughs> and then a simple little workout would be like a vinyasa where you'd move forwards into a plank. And it just means that your arms are straight, but your hips and your head are on the same plane. So you're okay. in a plank pose. And then everyone knows a push-up. You'd lower down to the ground, mm-hmm. a little up dog, which is kind of curling the chest up mm-hmm. and extending through the front body. And then you'll come back into down dog. And okay. that's, that's called a vinyasa. That's kind of what we use to gel sequences together. Okay, so, so if you're listening right now, go from your downwards dog facing down into <laughs> a I rather do this. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, let's see if I listened well okay. enough. So from your downwards dog, we're going to go into a plank. Well done. Planking seems to be the new it thing, though. Planking. I've never like, heard that term before. Like, seriously, when I go gym, any kind of instructional video I watch, There's any kind of – it's they, 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 they plank. I'm calling it planking. I'm okay. making up words as Great. we go along because I'm now becoming a yogi. So all yogis out there, we are now no, coining planking. the word planking. So your next class, <laughs> use the word planking okay, and see cool. who notices. Inhale and let's all plank. Yes. <laughs> so why planking, though? I mean, what is it about planking that – because, I mean, it's fuck hard to do. Yeah, it's really hard if you're holding it. And if Mm-mm. you're holding it with good alignment, yes. um, it's, a, it's great for strengthening your core. Because you'll, you'll, you'll feel it if you hold it for long enough. You start to feel not just the arms and the shoulders, but the sides of your torso. Mm-mm. And your abdominals need to work to keep your spine supported. And okay. your thighs are working really hard. So everything is kind of pulling together to try mm-hmm. and hold this planking. So I think this is why yoga is so hard for me to do. Because, so first of all, I have a non-existent core. Like, there's nothing happening yeah. there. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and, and like, so what kind of exercises would you recommend someone do? Like, like let's go out of the yoga stretch, okay. you know, to maybe get their bodies a little bit more yoga fit. Now, I know yoga to probably say, come to yoga, we'll get you there. Yeah, but sure. what else do you think? Because, you know, what one of the things for me is that I feel very self-conscious in a yoga class because I look at these women around me and they're bending like pretzels yeah. and that everything just seems so naturally for them and you kind it's of feel well, yeah. it's very intimidating yeah, yeah. so you're so, saying what could you do to train and prepare yes, for to a, train and prepare to I, look I'm, like I'm an expert. really biased so I'm going to say more yoga <laughs> and beginner's yoga damn it <laughs> so there's nothing that I would recommend that a gym could offer okay. um, you know yoga is really much uh, about using your own body weights mm-hmm. to strengthen yourself and okay. um, so you know you, you, should be, you could think of doing Pilates but that's a derivative of of yoga as mm-hmm. well, so mm-hmm. I would just go straight for the yoga. But start with something that's really chilled and something that's beginner, like we said, okay. or even a private session. Um, and guys, the private sessions are not naked. I would just like to emphasize that fact again. That costs more. <laughs> <laughs> so um, yeah, just start off with really basic um, vinyasas, like the little um, sequence I just described to you now. Or you know, with forest yoga, we we quite big on abdominal mm-hmm. exercises. So okay. for for like a really traditional yogi they'll walk in and you start off with doing stomach crunches but obviously very you know detailed abdominal exercises Mm -hmm. and it doesn't seem like it's a yoga practice at all to like do these stomach crunches Mm -hmm. but um that all aids with with core and um you know and just strengthening for more and more yoga okay yeah so i'm assuming you're working all these muscles you're doing all these things it's probably very likely that you could hurt yourself if not done right yeah so if the alignment of what you're doing is is wrong and also the amount of yoga that you might be doing, you know, with bad alignment or bad mm-hmm. instruction could definitely, you could definitely injure yourself. Okay. And let's talk about diet. Okay. What, like, I mean, I know you're not a nutritionist, but
But I mean, yeah. obviously, these things go hand in hand, and you would have some opinion. What kind of role do you think eating very well and following like a good diet would have, you know, to also ultimately? Because I mean, ultimately, when people do yoga, they're doing it one to lose weight, two yeah. to strengthen their body, or just for overall health. Yes, yeah. And these things all, you know, all connected. So diet to- is very important. It's mm-hmm. it's a very big part of a healthier lifestyle. So mm-hmm. not just you know, not just will it make your yoga practice feel way lighter and also your yoga practice becomes way more detoxifying if your diet uh, contributes to that as well. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, feed yourself things that are going to make you feel good. Mm -mm. Um, And also, um, you know, I'm not too sure if, if, you know, some people would go straight to being a vegan or vegetarian. I don't think that's right. I think you need to stick to a diet that your body feels it needs. Happy and happy. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Cassandra. Oh no. <laughs> the way you see it. <laughs> Any input on the yoga stuff? I've always loved yoga. When I did yoga, I did Kundalini yoga, which is a form of breathing technique with exercises. So <laughs> I'm trying to sound pro, but I know nothing about yoga. <laughs> Mel, you want to elaborate <laughs> on the Kundalini? So yeah, Kundalini yoga was a form of yoga that I used to do when I was younger. Okay. Um, I've always enjoyed yoga. I think I need to do more of it in the new year, you know, New Year's resolution. And are you doing any at the moment? No, whatsoever. No, Chloe hasn't managed to get her to a class yet. <laughs> I've been to a class with Chloe. We've gone we've gone to one of Carrie's Kerry's classes. So Kerry, previously, guys, if you don't know, she's also been on the Sex Talk show. So if you want to know more about Naked Yoga, just go to the Cliff Central website and type in Naked Yoga and the show from Sex Talk will come up where they were talking about Naked Yoga. But I, did, I didn't do that Nothing. yoga. It was, wasn't, <laughs> wasn't naked. <laughs> just confirming. It was uh, with clothes. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was the last time I did yoga was with Chloe. Okay. Yeah. So, so tell me quick, do you get... Bad yoga instructors. Yeah, you do. Plenty. I'm pretty sure you do. So, like how do you? Yeah, I know. So, how do you know when someone's a bad yoga instructor? Well, especially if you're a beginner, you wouldn't. Um, okay. It would just be you, kind of depending on if you resonate with that personality Mm-mm-mm. or not. And the more you get to know about yoga, the easier it is to differentiate okay. between someone that knows what they're talking about and someone that doesn't. Okay. So, someone previously told me, "Do not go to Virgin Active's yoga classes because they suck, um, and the people have no idea what they're what doing." They doing? But how, what is your feeling? I mean, obviously not dissing Virgin or anything, but yeah. how do you feel about finding the right yoga place? What would you kind of advise so, our listeners where to go? Sure. So there are. Um, quite a few really talented yoga teachers that do teach mm-hmm. at gyms around but also um I, I might be like i might be wrong but i think the gym offers a training course that okay. is like a weekend long so they'll take one of their pilates teachers or one of their you know uh, body conditioning mm-hmm. instructors and the and put them in the slot of a yoga class so oh, wow. that's why you're not always getting someone that's you know dedicated to Yoga or, you know, someone that's trained properly. Mm-hmm. Um, often when you go to a yoga studio, you'll see straight away the, the quality of teaching and the, and the classes that you'll be getting are very different because mm-hmm. it's a very dedicated space. Okay. Yeah. And how do you become a yogi then? Like, well, so, a yoga instructor. So yeah. what is the process you'd follow kind of thing? Obviously, I'd always recommend starting yoga. Because you, okay. yeah, there are yeah, people out there that right want <laughs> So I have been like asked, you know, can I? I want to sign up for the teacher training, and they have done maybe a week of yoga. Oh God, okay. So obviously, you get get a practice going. Start, um, you know, getting to know what style mm-hmm. of yoga you like, which is really important for 
what training you'd like to do. Okay. Um, and then approach, uh, you know, a studio or your teacher, whoever it is to, to ask about a teacher training. So okay. there are quite a few out there at the moment. Um, some of them are intensives, which means it's like a, a full on training that's like 30 days mm-hmm. and it's every day, all day. Or you could, uh, break it up and there are a few studios that offer like a nine month training, which oh, is wow, like okay. one weekend a month or, you know, you'll do modules of a training, which might be a week at a time, but broken up. Okay. So it makes it way more accessible for people that have lives, mm-hmm. you know. Isn't yoga very draining on you? So, I mean, like for me, I do coaching and training a lot. And when yeah. I go into a room, when I walk out there, I literally feel sometimes like someone has sucked the life yeah. out of me because you kind of give so much about yourself. Yeah, you're holding a space all mm-hmm. the time. Um, so what has been really rewarding for me is to learn how to feed off of uh, the energy that is coming from the students. Sometimes, you know, when you're dealing with a really needy client, and this often for me is more in a private situation where you go okay. to their home and they actually just want your company. They don't really want to learn much about yoga. So oh. that would be the draining part for me. And mm-hmm. you leave just feeling quite leached and, you know, exhausted. Whereas when I teach a class and especially uh, with, with a bigger, um, Amount of people, so mm-hmm. like a large group of people, I find it extremely energizing where I walk out of there buzzing. Okay. Um, so that's when, when I get that balance right, and it's taken a little while to, to kind of get that, mm-hmm. um, you know, that exchange of energy that's equal. And it's, it's really exciting. Okay. It's do a lot you of attend any yoga classes or do you just give them? Do you I have give them? <laughs> <laughs> um, again, it's trying to find a really good yoga teacher for me. Um, there are one or two, uh, classes that I would attend. Um, but generally I would do my own practice or, mm-hmm. you know, I have, um, some privates that are really advanced and we'll do like a session together. So I get my practice in while I'm teaching them. Not okay. so much, it's just more like a guided practice. Mm-hmm. So generally my, my practice is kind of, I'm guiding it all the time. Okay. So I so get to choose what I don't want to do. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Okay. We're going to go to a break just now. So, um, before we head on out, just uh, one quick thing. When you do these overseas courses and that, is yeah. there any that you would recommend to our listeners to kind of look out for or where can they kind of go to look out for these? Um, An international. Yeah, because I saw you got these like yoga retreats. Yeah. Um, I think you posted one that you did in Mozambique recently. Yes, we can yeah. chat about that after the break. But um, where would one go to find out about so, these yoga? Yeah, again, just to um, research the style that you like and then see where your teacher or that teacher is. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, it would always be a forest um, okay. training and, you know, for instance, Anna Forest is doing lots of immersions. So it would be like a week-long oh, okay. workshop, which might be a nice way to get into it without having to commit to a whole training. Mm-hmm. So to look out for the immersions and um, Yoga Journal is also a really okay. – they have like a festival once a year and you can go – it's generally in New York or somewhere, um, you know, in the States and you can go and experience a whole bunch of different – Teachers okay. all under one roof. You know, it's a whole weekend festival, which is a really great way to get to know, you know, what you like and who you like. Okay, awesome. We're going to go to a break real quick and um, we're going to be playing some George Michael. We lost another legend yet again, so we'll be right back. 
Not everyone who likes cars is a petrolhead. Some of us prefer the unmotoring side of cars. Yet we all spend so much time in these machines that they have become an extension of our personalities and reflect quite a bit about who we are and where we are in our life stages. On Auto Central, we understand this. Make sure you're up to speed with all things motoring by tuning into Auto Central every Monday morning at 9 a.m. just after the Gareth Clip Show or download the podcast on autotrader.co.za. Auto Central, motoring's biggest power hour, powered by Auto Trader. All right, we're back with Lisa, Cassandra, and Mal. And you know, the best stuff always happens off air. And Cassandra <laughs> is shaking her head, I going, Lisa, if you dare no. mention what we just spoke no. about, I'm going home single or beaten. <laughs> Which is it going to be? Beaten? Definitely not single. <laughs> so we're talking about how shitty this year has been. Mel, how's your year been? It's been pretty intense. It's been a very intense year. Um, a lot of it's been crap um, and now things seem to be kind of... <laughs> I'm seeing the light at the end of you 2016. <laughs> it's like next week. <laughs> what the hell has it been about this year? Bro? I don't know. It's, it's crazy. It has definitely been the craziest, hardest... Emotional year ever, I think. Yeah. So I mean, we exceptionally emotional. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we've had celebrities dropping left, right, and center. I mean, we've had close friends and some not so close passing away. People getting into major accidents, retrenchments. People getting fired. People just like yeah, "Mm." unexpectedly as well. Yeah. Like you walk into work, you get a letter. Oh, we're retrenching. Yeah. Yay, in January. So it's, yeah. Well, you can't retrench a yoga student. Like a yoga instructor can. No, you? no, you can fire a yoga <laughs> Just student. Just not show up to the class. <laughs> um, yeah, it seems to be. Overall, it's been quite intense. And also just listening to my students and what they've had Mm-mm. to say. Yeah, everyone seems to have had quite a tough year. Okay, what the hell are we going to do different next year's ladies? Because I cannot have another shit year like us. Yeah. Yoga. Yoga. We're all going to do yoga. yoga. Eating healthy, Lisa. We're going to all do forest no yoga. Burgers. We're no all going to do forest burgers. yoga, naked in the forest. Why <laughs> don't we start that as a thing? Why don't we create naked forest yoga? No, let's not do it naked. Let's do it. I was like, um, (laughs) I don't know if I want to reenact naked and afraid, but doing yoga. (laughs) Yes, that's it. Naked and afraid meet yoga. I'm telling you now, reality show. You definitely cannot be vegan and do naked and afraid yoga. You can. You can can eat eat leaves. You guys sound like yogis. (laughs) Crazy. See, half an hour with Mel and you have converted us. (laughs) Ladies, just a reminder, please talk into the mic. Okay. Um, You guys look so serious. I'm not fighting with you. You like both just totally like your faces went. No, no. Like just if you don't talk into the mic, the listeners can't hear you as well as we can. So what are we doing different next year? Okay. So here's it. I'm thinking we all got to start eating healthier because I think that's where it begins, right? Yeah. What do you think? Yeah, it's a, definitely it's a good way to begin. Okay, yeah. how do we start? So I found this amazing guy called Joe Wicks. Have you ever heard of Joe Wicks? No. So he started on Instagram, like all good things, started on Instagram, and he's got these like fifty. It's called Lean In Fifteen, and he makes awesome meals, like literally meals you can make in fifteen minutes. And we're going to eat healthy. Okay, that's where we're going to start, and we're going to catch up in about three or four months from today to recap. We're going to do before and after photos. We're going to do before and oh, oh fuck, what is there to do with you before <laughs> and after? You're already skinny. <laughs> so I'm not 
not even working towards a six pack anymore. I'm just working towards a zero liter and not a six liter because I'm struggling with a six liter at the moment. Like it's you just don't look sitting. like you're struggling with a six liter. Are you kidding me? I've got this big not. blob around my body that's going nowhere. No, you've just got boobs. <laughs> I do have big boobs. That's one thing. Your weight goes into your boobs. No, they don't. They go everywhere else. Okay. What are we doing? So we were talking about relationships just now. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. I knew you were going to bring this up. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> like relationships. How can we all be happier? I'm telling you now, you need to find a good partner. This is the second thing we're going to do. So we're going to eat healthy. and Find we're gonna a better find partner. Better find a better partner. partner. Okay. Now. We're going to start from scratch. No, 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 no. We don't need to start from scratch. <laughs> okay. You're turning 50. You're going into your dirty 30s. Yeah. It's going to be pretty dirty. My 30s have been anything but dirty. I got to be honest. My <laughs> 20s, I was a dirty damn hoe. Like, wow. I kid you not. You what a seller. <laughs> Women out there, watch out. <laughs> like, I'm like a fine wine when I hit 50, I just hit perfection, right? I, I, I like how you both just nodded. Just like staring at you. Is it seriously? Music, you hit up? perfection? <laughs> okay. 30 has been great. I mean, I've only been 34, what, like four months. months. Oh, wow. <laughs> and it's, it, it feels very different. It feels like there's just like this pressure release valve that's happened. It does, so doesn't it? It's a really, yeah, it's, it's feeling way better than my late twenties felt. How do you feel, Kaz? You're turning 50 in a week. I don't know. Uh, you know, I have been stressing about being 30 though. It, Why? It is because it's like, talk to us, tell us your problems. I don't really have problems. <laughs> no, I don't know. Exactly. Let's, I don't know. 30, 30 for me. I don't know. It's like, okay, great. You've hit three. Oh, you're not 20 anymore where you can say, well, I've got another three years in my twenties and I can, Redo some of the things. Yeah, I've got to be more responsible. Not that I'm not responsible, but, you know, more responsible decisions. I do kind of think that that's right, though. I think that I kind of felt that, too, once you hit 50, it's like you need to be CEO of a company. You need to drive a fancy car. You need to have a big house. It depends on your ambition and what you want to do, though. Yeah, I there's want to be a little bit of pressure to grow company. Up. I want to drive a fancy car. I want to have a big house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think so. Hey, like footies is stressful. It is. It's, so it's going to be more like a relaxed stress. Like you said, it's letting go of old baggage and kind of like, yeah, I'm more familiar with who you are and yeah, what you want. I think, you know, exactly. you kind of your direction is in life, is more focused. Of, you have more direction, I think. Yeah. So I think this is what we do. We need to have a letting go ceremony. Uh, Don't yogis do stuff like that? Yeah, we're letting go all the time. Yes. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Yoga. Can I say this? You should close your ears for this <laughs> about letting go and yoga. Okay. I don't mean to be funny, but when you're pulling those funny moves, Lisa, yeah, things oh. let go. And she goes south with her all the time on yoga. It does. It's like, like imagine someone being naked doing downward dog. What's gonna hang? And it's now like you add some letting go. I'm just saying, like, I mean, when my body relaxes. You know, everything relaxes. Doesn't that happen often in your class? It happens oh all the time. It does. And I've, I've become so used to it now that, you know, you either laugh of it, 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 like if it's really, you know, in your face and someone's just let rip in the front row. Didn't Chloe have a story like that with her? Shh. I don't know. <laughs> or you, you kind of just ignore it. talking. <laughs> okay. No, yeah. not with her. I mean, you know, I don't know. Someone in the class. I can't remember the story. 
It I, happens all the time. I can imagine. Like, I mean, you're letting go. Yeah, for sure. And you get like now it's, it's, it happens and I just, you know, carry on speaking and try and let it slide without like Change making a big deal about it. But it did happen in my class not so long ago where one of my friends let go in What's the front row. It was a him. It was a him. No. Shame. Shame. And, We're not doing um, shames here. I couldn't help it, but I just burst out laughing and the people around him then felt like they could also burst out laughing. And thank goodness he started laughing as well. That's so it was brilliant. Uh, it was quite funny. Okay. So people, it is okay to let go. <laughs> <laughs> just more like I feel, I feel like we should be jumping into that Let It Go song from Frozen right no, now. No, can please, anybody just sing? Please, no, let it go. no, Lisa, let don't it do it. Go. No, okay, we're not singing. Good. So it does. It feels good. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so here it is. We're doing healthy eating, and we're letting go. So you know those little lantern things. Oh, the ones that those Chinese lanterns? Yes. Yeah, so I think this is what we should all do. So if you're listening, take a pen and write this down, or just remember the shit. Okay, write the shit that happened to you this way. Yeah. On a lantern, all of it, breakups, makeups, all the horrible shit, losing jobs, fights, whatever, just the stuff you want to let go. Write it on a lantern, light it up and let that shit go. Good idea. Yeah, that's And then go good. to yoga. That's and, pretty good. Okay. And be by the beach. I want to see the ocean again. Well, that's not going to happen in the next four days. Well, I'm just saying, you yeah. know, like we should make a plan, Lisa. Yeah, we'll get in the car after the show real quick and we'll drive to um, Durban. Would you like to join us? Um, I'll be there on a Friday. <laughs> <laughs> She's going to be there. Okay, so we're letting it go. We are eating healthy and we're doing yoga. Great. Okay, so where does a person find you, by the way? Like, um, um, Best is Facebook or Instagram. Okay. So I do. I let a lot of people know what I'm doing on those Sites or um or just in so any do they yoga just go studio. to Facebook and type in Mal Yoga Instructor or would you My like name. to give us a little just bit Melanie more? Castleman just like <laughs> Mel Castleman is it Mel um, or Melanie 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 Castleman um and yeah that I advertise all my retreats uh you know a lot of the workshops that I'm teaching okay. as well as teacher trainings so if someone forgets Melanie Castleman and they do not know how to rewind and fast forward this podcast uh, um, where do go, you teach okay, what so I teach at Yoga Warrior and um and also Yoga Experience mm -hmm. another private studio called Yoga Lover um as well as you know Privately, mm -mm. but if you forget my name, um, you're screwed. Like, <laughs> sorry for you. If, if you forget her name, you do not know how to rewind this podcast, no, you guys. Just, just give up on life. Just like you know what, don't even, just give it up. That's, that's so much it. for positivity in 2017. <laughs> okay, so, um, just uh, go to the studio websites. Yoga in Johannesburg might be a good okay. way to start searching, and then um, you know all the studios on their websites have got bios of the teachers. Oh, awesome! So okay. you can see who's teaching where okay yeah. a really good app for this is a mind body connect connect it's a mind body connect, connect app yeah and okay. it tells you you know who teaches at what studios and also the times and it's a very updated schedule oh, awesome. yeah so there's an app you see, there's an app info. for everything in life there should be an app to make us just happy like if you're feeling <laughs> miserable go click on the app and go ha happy happy there you go <laughs> Happy, there we go. I like that. It's got a good the happy app. We've come up with so many ideas today. I feel like we should just like coin these ideas and make millions of it. In twenty seventeen, we're gonna do that. Yeah. Relationships. We need to have good and better relationships. <laughs> She's looking at you when she said that. Did you see? Uh, so here it is, people. Your relationship. Okay. So I think most people's unhappiness starts with the relationships they have. And 
I often, when I do coaching and training, talk about relationships. And I think the relationships we have with people around us are so important. And it's actually what drives us. Now, a relationship is not as a physical relationship you have with a sexual partner or a partner per se. It could be a boss. It could be a friend. It could be a person you meet on the street. Every single person you have in your life has a specific relationship. And we have relationships to them. And... I've kind of noticed that like when I'm driving on the road, people are just miserable and we're all pushing each other off the road. And like, it just really feels like everybody's unhappy. And I feel like it's got to do with the relationships we're having with the people in our life. I think so. I think it's definitely, um, it can, a bad relationship can definitely dim your happiness. It obviously. Does, yeah. I and agree. if it's not something that's very complimentary, then it definitely makes you feel less then. I think so. So here it is. Cut off bad relationships. Like, I mean, I think that's where we got to start. You know, we're going to eat healthy. We're going to do yoga. We're going <laughs> to let go. You're trying to convince yourself. Yes. Yeah. You keep saying What's that. What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> this is Lisa's 10 What's steps. What's so, 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 This is Lisa's 10 steps to a successful 2017. We've got four. We need to make up six more as we go. <laughs> so we've got 15, 14 minutes to come up with six more things to do in 2017 to make us happy. So. Cassandra and I met at a concert uh, the day she moved out of her girlfriend's that's house. That's a lie. <laughs> now, there's two different versions to the story. No, there isn't. There's one. No, there's two. No, there's one. Okay, when did you move out of her house? Lisa. So let's say give the or day take. before. So 24 hours. <laughs> the yoga teacher's turning into was, the referee. I knew it was <laughs> over for a long time. Okay, so a here's long the thing. time it was over. And yeah, it just it ended badly. And yeah, then I went to the concert the next day. It was like last minute. It wasn't even plans. She didn't even want to meet you there. I didn't even I want know. to meet you there. I didn't want to meet you It was you like there. an accident. I was on a Once date. You, you were on a date, yes. I was at this concert on a date and with a girl. And ditched your date. Now, I must be honest about this date, bro. I don't know if it was a date or if she brought a date <laughs> to our date. Because <laughs> Here's the problem. There's the circle. <laughs> so, I mean... We went and I asked her, which to me was a date. Like, I don't know how to date anymore. Fuck. I think dating's become very complicated as it no, is. No, okay. it's not. It's quite easy, I would say. I don't know. Dating. It's, uh, it's not my favorite thing to do. I don't know. <laughs> I wouldn't know how to begin. Like, I seriously, I just want to go straight into it and get married. Like, like, I mean, that's, that's such a girl that's thing, you, though. Paul, that is a girl I, thing. So that is a pretty much. <laughs> Move in the next that's day fast. with your cast. So that's what pretty much what we did. So we met and neither one of us wanted to meet that night. It just kind yeah. of happened. The next day. You thought I was too young. You walked away from you me. You looked 10. Lisa, you walked away. We were like in a circle filled with friends. And then I was like looking at you and we made Did you know what really matters about this story is not that I walked away, but that I came back. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you think? That's great. <laughs> you so I'm, I'm getting, I'm getting to a point. Yeah. It's a getting, it's a very, very long point, but I'm getting there. So we met for coffee the next day and literally the following Monday you came over for dinner and you never left. And was that a bad thing? No, it's not. And this is why it's not a bad thing because I think we're all so scared to make decisions in our life. And I think we're all like, no, this is not the way you're supposed to be doing it. This is not the rules. This is, but every single person and every single kind of positive book I read and motivational story I hear is where someone has gone and done something completely out of the ordinary, completely out of the ordinary. And that's how people find happiness and success. 
Yeah, true. And it's been five years. With some cracks. Uh, five years in a pause. <laughs> <laughs> two days, three hours. Uh, so, there we go. And, 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 you know, I think the secret is that you got to understand it's not always going to be perfect. No. No. There are going to be days you're going to want to kill the people in your life. But I think what matters most is that we need to learn to love again. And my every single day gets better because I have someone I love because I come home to someone I love because even when she drives me crazy, I still wake up and get butterflies in my stomach every day. And for me, that kind of is, I think what life is about. It is. I think it's not sound conscious (laughs) at all. (laughs) I think it's a contribution to your surroundings as well. You know, I mean, it's not only about relationships and personal relationships, but it's about, like you said earlier, you know, the relationships of other people in your life as well that contribute to a happy life. I have a feeling that we should coin another say that says, people that yoga together stay together. That's great. It's a good motto. That's Hi. a pretty good uh, motto. You should start couples yoga classes. Um, I've done a few. Oh, yeah, it's actually really nice and they are definitely put out of their comfort zones. Uh-uh. Um, but I don't, I don't know of many relationships that have started from, um, couples. <laughs> <laughs> yoga. Come on, you must meet a lot of hotties in your yoga class. Yeah, they are. Yeah, they yeah. are. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, people that do yoga generally, um, are, they have, they, they, they're, they're pretty to look at. <laughs> or they get there very quickly. So, um, and I've just like, it was quite nice because I've just come back from a retreat in Mozambique and, mm-hmm. There were, um, I'm sure some of them are listening, but there were quite a few little, um, hotties, but also uh, like relationships that uh, were developing, uh, which was so nice to see as well. Yeah, it was really great. Which doesn't always happen, but it uh, it was very special. But I mean, I think that in general, when you just have someone that you connect to and you have a common, yeah, like minded, uh, like minded thing that you like, it's good. Yeah. Okay, so we're going to do couples yoga. Here we go. That's number five. Okay, I'm running out of ideas. Yeah, uh, you're. Wait, what number are you at now? I'm five. at number five. We need number six. Why do we need so many numbers? Because I say ten. We you should can't just say something on end and take it back. It doesn't no. work. Is it that like way. yoga speed dating, maybe? <gasps> wow, oh, yes. yeah. How Meet yoga mean? speed dating I'm go like, to think of that. you're going to downwards dog, and if you see someone in the downwards dog <laughs> position that you like, <laughs> like knowing you, Lisa, you go straight for the boobs. You're like, yes, boobs, that's the one. No, 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 you cannot see the boobs if they're in downwards yes, dog. Yes, you can. Boobs no, you can't. You, see you should do up dog. Up dog. Yeah. Up dog. Okay, so up for dog. the ladies, up dog. For the men, downward dog. I so know. I wouldn't know what to look for in a man. Hopefully they're clothed. <laughs> and We've passed the naked yoga. Like, <laughs> she, yeah, yeah yoga speed dating closed. will be completely closed. I don't think we should do naked yoga speed dating. No, no. although okay. it'd be an interesting like sitcom and TV. That could be fun. Like naked yoga in the dark, no lights. <laughs> You've got to feel Met by your introduction. Way You've got to feel your way around. I won't be teaching that class. <laughs> You see, you're going to get a couple of pervs coming to that class True. just to fill people True. up, and you'll never know who is. That's why you, you can up. charge so much money. You can be yeah. like three, three thousand. I was going to say dollars. The, time, the, the pervs above? in the class. Oh yeah. And I can generally the spot back. them. No, they want to sit at the back, but then oh. I will force them to like the front row, and and often they don't know what they're doing in the class, so it's the worst you know spot in the room. Do to you be. know that I was at one of your classes, Mel? Do I know? Yes, yes I do. Re- yeah, oh. I do recognize it's you. It's hard to forget. Did, did, I, did faces. I strike you as a perv when I walked in? Because I sat at the back. No, For we, specific reasons or just because you felt like you didn't know what I you were doing? Because I felt like I had no fucking idea. 
So um, I recognize faces way more. So I do. Uh, <laughs> I'm bad with names. I, you know, that's a good thing to say because if you said you recognize other positions, like the position of people, you know, I'm yeah. just saying, like faces. <laughs> she did a uh, really that's good down. Lisa. That's down. That's Lisa in her <laughs> That's Lisa's bum. I recognize it. <laughs> Ah, that's brilliant. <laughs> okay, uh, you know what I did notice though is you kind of stretch people out as well. That yeah, adjust them. Yes, that's adjust awesome. them. So so yeah. like, do so, you need to be like specifically qualified? Yeah, for sure. That's of? part of a teacher training. Okay? So there's there will be quite a bit of anatomy that comes mm-hmm. into a, a teacher training, and it teaches you how to kind of enhance the student's experience in the pose or take them a little bit deeper into a stretch or, you know, correct them. Okay. So it's uh, it's a big part of teaching. Oh, wow, um, okay. It's a big part of the, the, the training as well so that you you could easily injure someone as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but if it's a really good adjustment, it changes their whole experience. Which kind of makes me think like going to a normal gym studio where someone's had That's, a three-day class is then, yeah, there's a little lame. bit of um, knowledge that's lacking, maybe. <laughs> so, so I'll be stretching. You'll be like, ah, stuck in <laughs> I could actually see that happening to you. <laughs> no, I know my body reacts like in the weirdest ways it to does. anything, to like, being adjusted or like, no, just in yes, general to adjusted as well. So I've been going to a chiropractor now. And um, when I don't go, I like almost can't fucking walk. Really? Like seriously? It's like so a good yoga class. Could be just as good as visiting your Cairo or do you still do beginners classes? I I actually like her intake on that because I can't imagine going to a chiropractor and feeling all too great and feeling better than what you would do in yoga because it's kind of. Can I tell you what I like? I like that clicking sound. Yeah, that happens. I don't know why, but like when I go to a Cairo and I get. That that can happen in yoga too. Really? Yeah, okay. for sure. I think you've got like a weird underlined fetish with clicking, clicking. on both. I do too. I love it when my students click. You see? Yeah, I do. I love it. It's <laughs> very satisfying when you can make someone click. It's satisfying. I think that's the weirdest That should be your sounds. seventh or eighth point, right? We need there to we click go. more. You need to click more. All right. Are we, we're on point seven. Let's just um, say I'm, we're on point, point seven. Point eight, maybe. Maybe eight. We've mentioned some good topics here. Okay, so if you're writing this out, please let us know where we are. But uh, point eight, you need to click more. There we go. Go get clicking. (laughs) (laughs) Planking and clicking. Planking. Planking. You could plank more. That's point nine. But that's to do with exercise in point one. No, no, but but plank is like a specific thing. I don't think plank should be. But you used to, but you always used to do random things where you'd go around different areas and plank. Who, me? Yeah. No, no, but that was like a different thing. So there used to be this thing where people used to do planking. It was actually called planking. planking. So go Google planking and you'll see like a bunch of YouTube videos of people just going randomly around the world planking. In a plank. So, so they're in a plank. So you're position. in a plank on a statue, in a plank okay. on stairs, in a plank on a car Weird. roof, in Weird. a plank on a People surfboard. are bored. That's fun. Hey, I did, like I said, my 20s were dirty. <laughs> I did planking, oh planking on top of another planking. Yeah. <laughs> like a pyramid of planking. There we go. A pyramid of planking. Can we do that? Yeah, you can. So your next yoga class, you're going to be referring to plank as planking. Okay. It sounds <laughs> like it could be something really like bad. <laughs> and it's going to be clothed, right? Okay, clothed, yeah. Yeah. clothed planking. Clothed, you know what? I am not planking. the one stuck on the whole being naked thing anymore. I've noticed it's the two of you because every 
time I say we're something, we're just reiterating reiterating that it, it needs to be closed. closed because we have to remind you it's closed. <laughs> okay. And you're like, yay! No I, I'm assuming that it's my history of sex talk that you guys are just thinking I want everything to be done naked. Uh, assuming yes, because well, there's a little sparkle in your eyes when you say the word naked. Thinking. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse us for like thinking. I cannot deny nor confirm the allegations made against me at this point. <laughs> Ladies, this has been so much fun. Thank you. We are going to catch up in a couple of months again about our 10 points. Um, we'll be tweeting these 10 points out because I think we only actually have six. <laughs> I think it's 10. So all I want to say to everybody out there listening, have a good 12, 2017, not a 12. Let me, let me, let me retry this. She's stuck on 2012 now. I'm stuck on so, naked. I hang that tweet. <laughs> it's horrible. I think we should have a New Year's Eve Perfect. party naked. There we go. I put it out there. <laughs> so here we go. Let's try this again. Everybody have a good 2017. Let's be positive. Have good relationships in your life. Eat healthy. Do yoga and go to yoga couples classes. Awesome. I feel like I should drop the mic right now, but I can't. It's on the table, so consider the mic dropped.